You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening, Bruce Brothers. Episode 18 for the culture. Man, it's hard to believe we've been doing this for 18 episodes. Wow. It's pretty dope, man. It's pretty Nine dope. months. Nine months. So I should leave that little bell alone yeah, down there, though. Stop Ring shooting my that, bell if I want stop to. shooting that little motherfucker. Stop me. You can't stop me. Man, hey, it's been a, it's been a good ride, man. Uh, we listened to episode one versus episode 17, and we've got a lot of growth uh, that we've had from podcast to podcast. Um, but anyway, we are episode 18. We are live from Drafting Table Brewery in Whitsum. Yeah, yeah, one of the... Um, Best kept secrets, uh, I think, in Michigan. Um, I don't know how long it's going to remain a secret. Uh, if they keep turning out these stouts that they've been putting out. But anyway, I'm going to go in usual form and introduce uh, everybody or have everyone introduce themselves, starting to my right. Or, never mind. I'll start to my left because whoever's to my right seems to be indisposed at the moment. Her mouth is full right now. Her mouth is full right now. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hey, happy to be here for episode 18. We're going to have a great show tonight being here at Drafting Table. Um, besides those on the mic, we've got Mark Donkers here with us. We've got Chris Martin. We've got Jimmy in where we let anybody into the building. Yeah, I don't know who let you know, Jimmy in. I don't know in. who let Jimmy in, but you know, somehow he got past security. So Jimmy's with us and. Have to get uh, security. Will have to be checked. Yeah. To make yeah, sure yeah. that they're on their we'll job. We'll have to talk with them at the break. You know. Of course, we got Andrew <laughs> with us, and we've got a special guest tonight. We got a ghost here too. Don't forget about Chris Martin. Oh, I said Chris Martin. Oh, okay, okay. But I, right. I said it so fast, you, you know, because I, I didn't, I didn't want everybody to, to realize that we had a ghost in the place. <laughs> so I said Chris Martin and moved on, Boom, just like that. Because I didn't want him getting mad at me for announcing you. that he was here. I hear you. I hear you. You know, so I was very, you know, uh-huh. very clear to, to say Chris and move and get out the way. Yes, sir. You know, so uh, Sasha's mouth is still full, so she can't send it over to her next. But uh, donkers? <laughs> well, donkers have a mic in front of them. No, don't give him a mic. No. no. Even though are you, he's saying all kinds of shit. I'm Sasha. Sasha's interesting. Mark's saying all kinds of shit to we, me. We took all that time to say, I'm Sasha. Right. You could have said that with nachos in your mouth. <laughs> she did. Okay, I, need, I will work on my introduction. Next week I'll have some fire shit. Make sure they get a speech. So, Harry, why don't you tell us, introduce our special guest. That's exactly what I was about to do. Thank you very much. So our special guest, thank you, our special thank guest Friday. is the one and only Mark Vessel, head brewer, yeah? Yes, sir. Head brewer at Drafting Table in Wixom, producer of amazing stouts, as well as an amazing, this cherry tarty slip, man, it, it really was, I don't know what I was expecting, but it, it blew my mind. I'm proud of that one. That was, that was Not fun. a Burliner guy, dog, but this one thank you. is great, it's really good, so yeah. Mark Bessel is, is our special guest for the day, and we're going to rap a little bit about Drafting Table and his experience here and what he does here and all that kind of stuff. So, without further ado, welcome, sir. Thanks Thank for coming you. out. Thank you for having us. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, I quit. I just quit. <laughs> so, Mark, Mark, I want to I wanna talk about something real quick. I want to just talk about you being a part of the Bruce Brothers family. Because um, I know that 
as a brewer and making the kinds of beers that you make, especially these stouts that are so highly acclaimed. I know people are always trying to get close to you and nuzzle up to you like, hey, think you can hustle me a stout or two out of that batch? And I I've tried, it doesn't it work. It a little leery of how active you are in some groups or how close you, it would do It would do that for me anyway. Sometimes. Um, but you yeah. kind of came to Bruce Brothers and kind of jumped right in and you've been in active part. Oh yeah, that's um, a, it's like a little family. It's, but that's what I was going to ask you, what is it about Bruce Brothers that made you comfortable enough to just kind of hop right in? And It's a lot more close-knit and yeah. like, I, I don't feel uncomfortable like poking fun of you guys. If you guys don't feel <laughs> uncomfortable poking fun of me, we, we do a little bit of that. <laughs> some other groups, you do that, you're gonna get a 30-day yeah. ban. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you're right; it it, it is very family-oriented, man. And uh, like in a very literal sense, like we've oh, yeah. you know been in each other's houses and you know met each other's families and you know all of those sorts of things. And it is a very tight-knit group, um, and we do. You know, like I said, have a have a very familial spirit. Um, you know that you can't get in a group that has 3,500 people. Yeah. You just can't. It's just not possible. Um, I mean, I mean, our group is what we're at, un, still under 800 now. About 785, I think. Yeah, so we're still under 800. But the core 60, 70 that participate. Yeah. I mean, we are we are very family oriented and you know very tight knit. So that 10 percent. You know, of the total that is constantly active, you know, it is it is very much a, a family atmosphere, and we appreciate that, and we like to, you know, kind of get that going. And we, I for one, am appreciative for you diving in the way that you did. Like I said, as a head brewer, um, because for me, I know if it were me, I would be like, eh, I don't know. Well, I had to feel my way through it a little bit. The best thing to do for me is like getting your guys' feedback. Like, yeah. Like, you guys are the ones that are drinking our beer. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. going to be the people that are here all day, every day, that I want feedback from. I want to know, like, what you guys like. Right. And you guys aren't afraid to say, like, well, I don't really like how you did this. Yeah. Cool. Tell me that. That's right. fine. Great. I'm well, all about it. Before we turn the mics on, I told you I want some more mean peanut butter bean. Yeah. I- <laughs> mallow. Mallow. <laughs> oh, we got a mallow vote over here, too. The mallow will come back. <laughs> I will say that here right now. That will come back. The mean peanut bean, it, it, like I was telling you earlier, it's, yeah. it's either you loved it or you absolutely hated it. Yeah. There was no in-between. And it was like, we could sacrifice a barrel and, and, and do that again. Yeah. But is anyone really going to be happy with us if we do it? I will. Yeah, well, you will. <laughs> You'll be buying it all I'll up. I'll buy it all up. You're the only yep. one that yep. Be fine by me. Now, now Mark, let's, let's switch gears just a little bit. And since you're the head brewer here at Drafting Table, why, why don't you tell us about your journey from how you began brewing to becoming head brewer here at Drafting Table? Oh, man. So, about turn 30. I started uh, brewing when I was 20. Um, uh, just messing around at home, messing around with, like, silly, stupid things. Like, my first first beer I ever brewed was, like, a stu- supposed to be, like, Imperial IPA that was just terrible. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> At the time, I was like, that was the greatest thing ever. But, yeah, no, but in it retrospect. So, it was so bad. <laughs> um, but uh, so I went down to, I'm originally from Ohio, went down to North Carolina, went to school there for culinary arts, uh, switched my major over to beverage operations management, and started uh, uh, learning more about beer, wine, spirits. Really clung on to beer and started uh, uh, that little journey. Learned that I could homebrew, started mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. 
started helping out at uh, local breweries down in North Carolina, uh, and then uh, met my, my now wife down there. Uh, we moved up here, and I started, and I literally helped build Ascension, Ascension nice. Brewing Company in Nova. Nice. Like, Shout out to Adam. He was here earlier, and uh, he bounced out before we got the mic started. Yeah, so he, we'll, he was scared. He was scared. He was scared. <laughs> But literally, literally, like I, I learned how to drywall and and, and, and cut two by fours. And yeah, do all so this literally stuff. from the literally, ground up. Yeah. yeah. So do you still do drywall? Because I need to. No. Know. No. <laughs> Sasha, that's for the break. That's for the break. Now I'm being related. So I was the, uh, the, the sous chef there and uh, helped brew every once in a while there. And then uh, uh, got the call from Drafting Table. They needed uh, an assistant brewer. So I got here like three months before they opened, and it slowly worked my way up. Now I'm the head brewer and started right. making my own recipes and doing all kinds of fun stuff. So you mentioned North Carolina, which has a pretty hot beer scene, yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, um, so where did you work down there? Uh, Charlotte. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Now, you mentioned your own recipe, so are all these recipes yours now? No. What recipes are yours? <laughs> uh, anything that's sour, that's going to be mine. Aaron was terrified of even bringing that into the, the brewery, even being a kettle sour. Yeah. Things can go wrong, theoretically, but the way we do it, it's, it's super neutral. It's very friendly with uh, uh, all of our clean beers, so there's nothing to worry about. Uh, so anything sour. Uh, I've got a beer in barrels right now called Vessel in Distress. It's a 11.5% uh, scotch ale. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, the bell for them? we we need a we need a Bruce Brothers allocation for that. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, because our Bruce Brothers do like sours, like Sour Andrew, Sour Harry. Oh, don't sour forget, Sasha. don't forget Tart Wayne. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, a lot of Tart, sour lovers in Tart Wayne is well, all. It is over. Wednesday, right? It is Wednesday. It is. It's Wednesday. <laughs> where's, where's the Chuck? I haven't seen you Chuck yet. Uh oh. Shalom. Oh God. Shalom. Here we go. <laughs> it's early. <laughs> so what's your? You said that anything's sour. What about the professional pills? Is that you too? No. No. Okay. I'd love to take credit for that, but that was all Aaron. It's very that clean. was great. It's really good. Aaron um, uh, grew up in Germany for the first like eight years of his life. Okay. Uh, his his dad is fluent German. Nice. And he has a very uh, uh, close tie to Germany. So mm -hmm. anything that's like German pills inspired, that's all him. Okay. So of the of the recipes that you grew, your recipes, what's your favorite thing to make? What's your favorite one? Favorite thing to brew is probably either Cultivate Stout, which is a, a collab with Cultivate and Ypsi, which is our uh, coffee stout. Yeah. Or even a Proud Lake Porter. Just a big, big mash bill. Yeah. It just makes the entire back of the uh, the brew house smell Did incredible. You do that with yeah. Yep. Excuse me. So, what kind of things. I know you said that there wouldn't be, actually, before we turn the mics on, you were talking about there wouldn't be any big stouts for a minute. Yeah, for a little while. So what kind of things are we looking at, you know, kind of in, in the meantime, if you will? So this weekend's our, our uh, big event weekend. It's our uh, uh, Lager Fest. So we've got our Super Love, which is a passion fruit uh, goza. Mm. And oh. then we have, uh, I just can't at all. I can't remember it all. Um, Pro Pills will be this weekend in cans. Mosaic Waves, which is our New England IPA with mosaic. Uh, it tastes like blueberries to me. It's huh. so good. Uh, 
Seems like Sasha's gonna be making a trip over the over the winter. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, and our uh, good hydration, which is a collab with uh, Speciation out in uh, Grand Rapids. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, so, in terms of the, the New England IPA, Orange Brewery is such a hit. That was supposed to be a one-off beer. So that's what, okay. So you, you actually are taking my question right where I wanted to go. Okay. How did Orange Brewery has come about? What was, what was so the history behind it? Our distributor M4, shout out to them. They're they're awesome. They wanted something that was going to be like instant sellout, mm-hmm. and it did. Uh, so. We came up with this idea of, of doing like a, a creamsicle milkshake IPA, okay. and we we're like, our, our locals aren't gonna drink that. We sold out of a seven barrel batch, so fourteen kegs. We split it up evenly between us and our distributor. Mm-hmm. We uh, they sold out in under four minutes on, with their their sales reps, and then wow. we sold out within a week of, wow. of seven kegs, which we've never done that before. That was absolutely insane so we brewed it again canned it we did a full pallet of cans sold out of that on the weekend that we uh, uh, released it so when something catches you by surprise like that like I'm sure you didn't expect that no, reaction not at all. what's the next step I mean how do you, how do you say you know what we gotta change gears and brew some more of this shit well I mean we could do that but we're at such a high uh, capacity of everything else too so if we stop production on one thing to keep one other thing going it's hard so it's trying to find that balance of of keep everything fresh don't let it sit on a shelf because I mean it's got fruit in it it's not really super fermented out it's it's, we don't want any bombs on the shelf it It sounds quite familiar to our friends up the street at Old Nation you know, so when, we, when, when they yeah. hit that M43 and the demand was so high, they just kind of put everything else on hold, on yeah. hold so yeah. to speak, to, to, try, to try to meet the demand, which they still couldn't. And it just took the, the, the brewery to new heights. Oh, yeah. Has I mean, that conversation we had with, with you guys? Well, with and that's another thing with, with that style. We don't want to step on their toes. They're doing okay. a great job with that. that, that why are, why are we going to try and, and jump into that lane when right. we, we've got so many other things that we got going on? Right. Makes right. sense. And definitely, I mean, looking at the tap list, I don't know where, where it went. It was right in front of me. But just looking at the variety of styles of that one. And that's what I, that's what I appreciate uh, when I go to a place and it's not 20 IPAs on tap. Right. Um, you guys have, have such a diverse tap list and a diverse, uh, you know, in diverse in terms of style. Yeah. Um, as opposed to diverse in terms of, well, here's a double IPA, a triple IPA, and here's a New England IPA, and here's a Midwest Sometimes IPA. Sometimes we do end up doing that. Yeah. Like, we've got like three IPAs in the, the shoot right now. Yeah. And it's it's kind of hard because, yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll get drank, but then yeah. like most of our board is IPAs, but right. we try to keep it, it balanced and everything else. And I was telling your brother that like, he asked why there isn't any stouts on tap right now. It's 90 degrees outside, man. It's always, always south season. Always south season. You're going to tell me you're going to drink a 22 ounce of uh, mean mallow bean right now? Right now. You're talking, <laughs> you're talking, right, you're talking to the wrong person, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> So speaking of Pull stouts, one out and watch right. me. <laughs> speaking of stouts and releases, man. So 
you hit a home run with this mean mallow bean <laughs> with the marshmallow oh, scented wax. Yeah, well that I, I kind of pissed the owners off on that one. <laughs> so we had already sent out the the bottles for uh, holiday market that mm-hmm. didn't have the, the scent on them. Yeah, and we had to wax all the rest of ours, and I was like. We got this marshmallow extract that Amaretti sent us. Yeah. I'm just going to pour it in the wax and why not? So they kept walking past me like, what's this smell? It smells like there's brownies. Better ask Who's got brownies? permission, right? Exactly. And then they came back after I was done with all of them. They're like, did you put the scent in them? I'm like, yeah, why yeah, not? I did. Why not? Yeah. And that's what people clung on to. And I... I it was crazy to me that people were like so hyped about that. They didn't that, care yeah. about the, the taste of the beer. It just had see, see, see what happened was with that smell, it made you want the beer even more because it said like, wow, if, if, if the nose is coming through the bottle right. and through the wax, it's got to be phenomenal. Be phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be phenomenal. And, and the, the great thing about the beer was that once you cracked it and poured it and you drank it, it was phenomenal. I mean, and, and some of the comparisons that I've heard was even up to Hanji. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've not so, actually had that one, but that, so, that's awesome. So, and, you know, we all know Hanji's one of those well of a beers yeah. that's almost like a once-in-a-lifetime thing that if you get your hands on a bottle, uh, it, it, it's phenomenal it's and phenomenal. awesome. Yeah. But yeah. that mean Mallow Bean was in that same comparison. Thank you. So. We had our friends from uh, Witch's Hat come in and, and yell at me of like, you ruined wax for us. <laughs> what are we going to do now? now? Scented wax? <laughs> I had one guy, I, I, I'm, I'm sure this was a joke, but I have like two pounds of the wax that's in the back that it still smells like marshmallow. I had a guy offer me $200 for the, the wax. For the wax. I was like, you're insane. Right. No, I'm not going to do that. No. So I've got a question for you. I noticed you're eight. Yeah, and yeah. that made me think that you had a culinary artist background. Yes. Um, so, what's your does that background ever influence the recipes for beer? I try to, yeah. So my my background initially when I was twelve, I started cooking in kitchens. Mm-hmm. And the tattoo she's referring to is my pig on my arm. It's a uh, no one has that unless they're in culinary arts. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I also have the eat local on my wrist. Ah, uh, yes. But, uh, and a big hop too. Yep. Yeah. Proof free or die. Yeah. And also, uh, if uh, beer's proof, God loves us and wants us to be happy. Absolutely. There it is. <laughs> but yeah, uh, especially when it comes to like adding fruit, uh-huh. I try to play with balancing the fruit with the beer because let's be honest, everyone wants beer that's not flavored beer. Like they want just like the fruit. Want it to be so. You don't want it to be. Don't want it all all fruit. I'll drink juice. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. this one right here. <laughs> I know Sasha likes the fruit. I have the ruby also. But, you know, Sasha, you like the fruit, don't you? Sasha likes it heavy. Sasha likes the fruit. Oh, here we go. I do like it heavy. <laughs> here we go. Sweet. So, fruity. What I was what I was getting at was the popularity of Mallow, ah. and then all of the palatable bottles. There's like all of this local interest. Like as soon as they drop, people are ISO, ISO, ISO putting that's these. That's crazy. Yeah, I never man. thought in my wildest dreams. So that's what that I was going to ask you. So I know that that's never necessarily the expectation when you're brewing a beer. You you expect that it's going to be good and that people are going to like it. Yeah, we do our best to make something that's going to be tasty. And- right. So what does it kind of what does it feel like when you look up 
and you're on these different pages and people are like, yeah, I'll trade my sister and, yes. and my mother-in-law's arm for a bottle of palatable, it, you know, batch two. Blows my, like, and I don't know I what I'll give you for a bottle of me and Mallow Bean. Oh, man, listen, <laughs> we have to talk about that offline. Right. <laughs> I wish I could make more to get everyone a bottle, but yeah. there's just It doesn't work no that way. way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so people don't realize, like, like I hear the comment all the time of, like, well, why don't you just make more? Yeah, it's not like, that easy. Like, like, come look in our, our back room. <laughs> right. I've got a you little can, tiny space. You can answer space, your own question. It takes nine months minimum to yeah. make a barrel-aged beer. Absolutely. It's, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I mean, for, for me, I mean, I, I would think that would be a hell of a feeling just to be like, you know, people really like my creation this much. It, we, we even pissed some people. So, like, with the Palo Blizzard. Yeah. So, we, we did a silent release on a Monday before yeah. July 4th. Yeah. And... We had a couple of people message the brewery of like, you need to figure out how to do these stout releases. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> a couple of people threatened to pull their mug club membership because they were out of town and they couldn't get a bottle. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, little, we're going to take advantage of, of a slow, low, slow yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that actually kind of brings me to what I was uh, ultimately going to bring up. So. Talk a little bit about this palatable reserve because it was it was initially part of a beer dinner, right? Uh, well, so that was just pallets uh, half of the bottles ah, that they okay. got. Okay. Uh, they chose to do a beer dinner with it. Okay. Uh, we have a great relationship with Pallet Milford. Okay. They have an amazing relationship with Buffalo Trace. Uh, so we did the batch one palatable, which was a uh, Weller 107 barrel, which nice. was their barrel pick. Okay. We took a case of that down with uh, Pallet to do another barrel pick for Weller Special Reserve. And the guy that does all the sales of all the barrels for Buffalo Trace got a hold of the bottle, loved it so much, called Pallet and said, whatever barrels you need at any time, they're yours. Wow. So we got hooked up with the... Uh, uh, that's, so, a, that's a pretty nice plug to have. Yeah. Now, so, now speaking of barrels, I'm sorry. Oh, you could. We have a barrel coming up that's overdue. Yeah. Can you do anything with a Buffalo Trace so Buffalo beer? Trace beer. Unfortunately, no. Because uh, we're out of space. We are like at max Maybe by the time capacity. we get it, you'll have some space. <laughs> maybe not. Cause November, it, it, it literally should be here any day. Oh, like yeah. if Dominic called me tomorrow and said it's here, I would not be surprised. We, right. What's up, Dominic? We need that barrel. We need that barrel, Dom. Because we picked it in what? March? When we were over yeah. at 8 degrees? Yeah. So... It's a, it's a little overdue, so it, it literally should be here any day now. Um, so, back to talking about this palatable reserve. So, I remember it being part of the menu at this beer dinner. And people it actually were, wasn't on the menu, and that's what pissed me off, okay. is that it wasn't on the menu. It, it was an expensive beer dinner. It was yeah. an amazing beer dinner. Because it was $75 yep. a ticket, right? But yeah. that included your, your, your bottle. Yeah. But you didn't get to actually try Paddle Reserve uh, on, on the menu, which was unfortunate. But I didn't hear any complaints about the food or anyone having a, a bad okay. time or anything like that. So it was, it was good. Yeah. And then we did our release, and there was the few people pissed off, but we can't make everybody happy. There's one barrel, and that's yeah. all we had. Okay. So. Well, yeah, because, I mean, like, whatever night the beer dinner was, I mean, literally that night people were... I saw Palatable oh, Reserve, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't hear about the beer dinner until, like, maybe that afternoon, the afternoon of the actual event. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not that I had $75 to spend on it at that particular time anyway. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it seemed like an amazing 
dinner, but $75 ticket seems much more reasonable when you get in a bottle of palatable dessert. Yeah, when it's traded for what it is. Like, yeah. There, there's been some trades where I'm like, I really want to pull the trigger, but I yeah. only have one bottle. Yeah. I'm not going to do yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Man, so it, it's, uh, so how long have you, what, what's your, how long you Sorry to interrupt, we just went live. Oh, oh. We had some, uh, some, some technical difficulties, but we're now live on Facebook. <laughs> so, Sasha, we can see you. Cheers. Right, yeah, we got Cheers, like, yeah, hey. Speaking right. of the palate buzzard, we got a little bottle right here. <laughs> yeah, we'll move the water. We don't, we don't want any, uh, any problems that way. Um, Try to get, the, there you go, Mark. We'll get, you, get your face. I'll move this out the way. So, I actually so want to, since we're live, I want to just kind of put this up there. Uh, just want to show it off? Yeah, I want to show right. up. Because Mark was kind enough and gracious enough to uh, open a bottle of palatable reserve with us this evening. Um, so we'll probably do that in the second half at some point. Yeah. Um, once we're done with the uh, going through every other beer on the list, you know. We've only got one more. We got with these five and one more to go. And we yeah, Wayne's going list. through the entire yeah, list Wayne's so far. Yeah, Wayne's two-thirds of the way through the list. Hey, you got to make sure the beer's all right. It's here. You're here. I mean, what are you going to do? I've heard any we're here to drink so beer. far. Which right. Well, what's your favorite so far, Wayne? So far, actually, the professional beer. That's my favorite. The first two yeah. thirds have been professional. It was very nice. Hey, so you we'll see what we end up with. <laughs> Sasha's over here causing trouble. Pardon us. I feel like that's a normal, normal thing. It is normal. Every single time. <laughs> is that always the one in the group that that? It, that's her. Who did it? That's her. Oh, that's her. Sasha. Look at Sasha. That's it. <laughs> That damn little bell again. <laughs> that rusty little bell right. that's not hey, hey, never hey. probably lubricated. Not rusty. So what do you what do you enjoy when you're not <laughs> when you're not drinking your own stuff? What are, well one, what are your favorite styles to drink? Uh ooh, that's a good one. Uh, so I had the opportunity last year to go on a honeymoon with my wife to Europe. Mm, okay. And our first stop was in Germany on Probably the best beer I've ever had in my entire life is Augustiner Pills. Okay. Or Hellas. Sorry, Hellas. Okay. Uh, so we did all like the touristy places in Germany, uh, like uh, Hofbrau House, mm-hmm. which if you ever go there, from me to you, yeah. I'd have to scream at you so you could at least maybe hear me because there's that many people. Wow. They fit They fit like two or 3,000 people in you this, this beer hall. Huh? Yeah. And uh, then we left there, walked across the street and I didn't know what the place was at the time and then uh, Aaron the owner and a few of my other beer uh, uh, brewer friends were like yeah we should have told you, like you go there first mm. the Augustiner right. like little hole in the wall place yeah. like in the middle of downtown Munich and you get this two liter stein of Hellas and yeah. it goes down like water I, bet. I, I drank yeah. four of them in the span of 15 minutes it was amazing yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you're talking about Wayne chugging. I think we need to see you chug. I, I mean, I can. Yeah. <laughs> I got to drive home. I didn't have to drive right, to Germany. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, so that was your trip to Germany. So your favorite style. So what, what are you drinking when you're off work or when you're not here? Lagers, sours, stouts. Okay. Right. Saisons every once in a while, but mostly. Yeah. Quick shout out to Anthony Morton who's joined us. As What's well up, as well, Chris Martin's here. Uh, John Voimus, 
We see you out there. Checking Ty. There's Ty. Ty. You see Ty, George. Red Beard. Hey, George. No, that's Ty Ulrich. Oh, not, Ty Ulrich. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Where's Red Beard of MIA, huh? Red Beard's MIA. Uh, me, brother. But we got George Davis out there. Hey, George. George how Davis, are you? What's happening, man? George Davis is the Holmes Connect. That he is. Yeah. Yes, Holmes just had a drop the other day. A little, little peach metaphor drop. Yep. Like, real. Real sneaky, like. I heard a lot of We had a couple guys showing off. Now, now speaking popping of, open some metaform cans on the page. Donkers. Might, might, might be trying some of that tomorrow. You might be trying some of that might tomorrow, be. huh? Hey, Mark, speaking of other motorists in the, in the area, uh, how often do you do collaborations and what's the process of putting those together? So, we try to collaborate as much as we can when our schedule allows it. Um, We've got a fun one coming up uh, that's making our owners a little nervous, which makes me happy. Uh, so, uh, Wolverine State, yep, out in uh, Ann Arbor. Yep, we're familiar. They only do loggers. That's that's Sasha's yes. stomping ground. Yeah. So, this is what's going to throw you through a loop. So, we're doing a collaboration. We're doing a barrel fermented Berliner Weitz with black currants. It's going to be uh, uh, dark Berliner Weitz. And it is a lager because we're using lager yeast. Ah. But it, it's just a really weird out there. So that sounds interesting. So is this going to be a tap room only kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. We might can some off. I'm not entirely sure. But okay. Yeah. When or when should we be looking at it? Both tap rooms? Yes, we're doing it both places. That'll be end of August, early September when you'll see that coming out. We'll be on the lookout, man. That sounds interesting. We'll be there. Yes. Yeah. So, kind of Wayne's follow up question. So, how do you. What, what is that conversation like? You just bump into somebody whose work you respect and say, hey, we should put something together. So it's usually beer fest. Ah. Like, so you'll see all is the it, brewers. before you start drinking or is it 20 beers in? <laughs> hey, oh. we should fucking make some beer together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly the conversation. Yeah. Hey, donkers, you need to go to a beer fest, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. Got to do it. Got to do it. So, like, summer beer fest next weekend. Yep. You'll see all the brewers running around in between the tents. Yeah. Because we're trying everyone else's beer, talking to all the brewers, and that's where collaborations start. That's where the magic happens. You'd be like, I really like your beer. We should chat. Yeah. And then... Ten beers later, oh yeah, we got this little napkin written down of what we're gonna do, yeah. and then we brew it two weeks later. Nice, yeah. nice. That's a uh, that's a good collaborative process, man. Oh, yeah. It's a good end to end. Not a not a lot of front end BS. You get you do what you gotta do, and you get it out. That's the best thing about this industry of the the collaboration, though. Everyone working together. We're all working against the the big three. Yes, yeah. it's, it's yeah. a tight market space to, yeah. to get into, but. So, so, speaking of working against the big three, and in terms of being able to do those collaborations, that's kind of the advantage you guys have, right? Kind of almost like guerrilla warfare. You're able to, oh, yeah. you're smaller, but more agile. Oh, so yeah. you can switch things up to say, you know what, we're doing this collaboration in two weeks. Mm-hmm. We need to, you know, move this around, move that around, move this around, and we're good to go. Yeah, we're a lot more flexible in our brew schedule as well as they're brewing the same beers all day all every day, day. yeah yeah they, they dump more in a day than we make in a year absolutely absolutely which just is insane yeah 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 that's uh that's a lot you look at the big three and, and just the sheer volume at which they're putting stuff out is uh it's uh it's amazing to me the numbers are amazing. It's not amazing that they can do it because it doesn't taste like anything. But it so. is amazing, though, because they're the most consistent product in the market. Yes. They can brew 
the same beer three days in a row, mm -hmm. and it'll be identical every single time. No variation. Because yeah. no it has to be, right? It has to be. Yeah, yeah. Where like we get a little bit of a variance, uh, like if we if we can something off, we get a 0.5% uh, swing. So it can be up 0.5% or down 0.5%. Yeah. Whereas the, the big brewers, they're dead on every single time. And if they're they're off, they can blend in and change and do other things to, to make it dead on every single time. So you're saying it's hard to make that chorus like consistent. It <laughs> is. It <laughs> is very it's literally a science. Very hard. It is. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason they spend a lot of money on, on marketing and things like that. It's yeah, I mean, in, in anything, it stands to reason that it would be difficult because anything that you're producing at that scale and you're making everything taste exactly the same, I mean, it's a delicate balance. Oh, yeah. And, you know, chemicals are, are sometimes volatile and you never know when some shit might pop off. But they've been, those big three have been doing it for God knows how long. So, yeah. Yeah. It might taste like piss water, but there's a reason that they sell it. But it sells, yeah. <laughs> but it sells. Um, so, what's up next? What, what's 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 going on with, with drafting tables? Is there? I mean, this is a, one. This is a as beautiful far as space. Like, like beers coming out, or? beers coming out, um, events coming up, things like that. Because sure. I, I definitely want to talk about some of the stuff you guys got going on with the community, yeah. um, like the bike riders yeah. and all that sort of thing. So, well, we'll go with that first. Yeah. Uh, so, today, Wednesday, every Wednesday, we have a, a uh, bike night. Mm -hmm. You uh, ride your bike up here or you bring your bike up here or whatever. And then there's a 15-mile bike ride from here to Draft Horse and then Draft Horse back. Nice. Uh, you also get, I think, 50, 50 cents off every pint okay. for doing that. Yeah. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm on the larger side. But... <laughs> Uh, we also have a run night on Mondays. Yeah, uh, shout out to those guys that ran on Monday because it was 97. Sweltering. And there's still 20 of them that ran the nice. like eight or ten miles, whatever it was that they ran. But yeah, Jimmy, were you in that run? Right, I thought I saw Jimmy run. Did you run that eight or ten miles the other day? No, wasn't you? No, he was on the porch <laughs> sleeping. He was on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving Jimmy shit because he's here. He's here for moral support. <laughs> Security let him through. You right, know. right, right. <laughs> uh, so you got, so you got the bikes, you got the runners. What else do you guys have going on? So logger fest this weekend. Yep. That's gonna be a good time. Come out and uh, put me in the dunk tank. Uh -huh. That's gonna be a good time. Uh, my Saturday, wife what, loves what time doing is that? that. Yeah, what time are we looking at? So Sunday noon to midnight. Huh? Yeah. I just might be able to pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe take a couple shots at putting you in the water, fella. Yeah. Me, uh, <laughs> me, Aaron, the owner, and our uh, 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 distributor, head of distributing, is uh, Mike Turk. Mm, He'll be right. in the dunk tank too. Nice. So yeah, nice. come on out. It's like it's like a dollar for three throws. Okay. So it's, it's a good time. Good time. Yeah. Fifty singles. <laughs> I mean, I'm if you not, miss, you I'm can still run up and knock me. Here, you took that question straight from me. You know, fifty singles. I don't bring a fifty. Just bring a fifty singles. Right, you fifty singles and you. Hey, only fifty to the side. Make it rain. Make it rain. Yeah, where your fifty singles come from are absolutely your business. Yes. Sasha, make it rain, wobble. So, I got it. I gotta ask this. 
is anything going, are there plans for any of your stuff to go into like heavy distro? Like professional pills or? We try real hard. So okay. pro pills takes a minimum of eight weeks. Okay. From green to glass, minimum of eight weeks. Yeah. We don't want to rush it. We don't want to do anything. Can't rush a pill. So yeah. we have a 20-barrel uh, fermenter and a 20-barrel bright. We just ordered another 20-barrel bright that will let us lager and okay. get pro pills running out twice as fast. Okay. Uh, but it's it's still going to be hard to be able to put out massive production because right now, I'd say the split is 80-20, 80% over the bar here. 20% out in distribution. Gotcha. So okay. we, we sell a lot through yeah. the tavern. We're almost always busy. There's not really a slow day. Our servers love it because they make a yeah, lot more than do. I do. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So So if we are if we see any distro or want to look for some distro, Pro Pills would be the first. Pro Pills Resolute, uh, okay. Woody Yank went out into distribution a little while ago. That yeah. did pretty well for us. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what's going to come up next because it's hard to, to commit to that much in cans yeah. and then not have enough for our accounts. Because gotcha. we have, at any one time, 220 kegs out in uh, market at, at uh, uh, constant accounts. We almost... Almost all of our, our uh, accounts are uh, constant tap. We, we never rotate. It's always there. It's always on. Okay. Uh, there's a... Uh, what's the, the the hotel part of Shinola? Oh, yeah. The, the bar there? Yeah. They wanted to have us commit 20 barrel or twenty half barrels a week of Pro Pills, which wow. is like our full production batch. Yeah. That's and a, that's they, they go through it. Uh, yeah. So they switched over to, I think, Woody Yank now, which we can keep up with a lot okay. easier. It's only like a two-week turnaround. But, yeah, it's, it's tough keeping up with everyone that wants our beer. It's yeah. a good yeah. thing and a bad thing. Cause right. Cause, I mean, because ultimately, as a brewer, you want everybody who wants your beer to be able to get your beer. Oh, yeah. But sometimes you just, it just can't happen. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it is a, it's a blessing and a curse. It's, yep. it's great that people want it sucks that people sometimes can't get it. Um, I mean, I'd love to pull 80-hour weeks and, and, and bust out more beer for everybody, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I would die at some point. <laughs> we don't want that. We want you around so you can make beer. Yeah. We're well, for other stuff, but we want yeah. you around so you can make beer. Um, <laughs> I want to switch gears just a little bit. Mallow Bean. We need you to make that Mallow Bean. It's coming. Hey, I'm Mallow telling you. It's coming. Bean. I was going to say that. Um, this self-distro petition, you familiar with this? Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on it? I'm all about it. Okay. Uh, for, I mean, for us, going to the 1,000-barrel cap, we, we signed out with a distributor before that because we're so small. Aaron was pulling his hair out, what left he had of it. <laughs> right. uh, self-distributing, and yeah. it's, it's tough. If you don't have the infrastructure to, to actually self-distribute, yeah. it's hard. But, like, so, for example, where I was at North Carolina, uh, the cap was unlimited. If okay. you're a brewery and you wanted to self-distribute throughout the state, you could you could grow that that business. You could have all your vans, everything you wanted, uh, and then all of a sudden, I think it was like three years ago, uh, the state put a cap on it at twenty-four thousand barrels. Okay. What that meant was, even if you're selling in the tap room, once you hit twenty-four thousand barrels of production, all of your beer goes over to a distributor. 
So if you want to sell anything in your tap room, you have to buy it back from a distributor and then sell it in your tap room. There goes your margins. You're not making yep, any money. You're done. Yeah. So they just fought with the uh, Supreme Court in North Carolina because it was against the big three because yep. they own all of the distribution houses in, in, in the South. Yeah. Uh, so they, they got in front of the Supreme Court. This was like a four-year battle. And then they finally got the freedom to do, they called the Craft Freedom Act. Okay. So they got the freedom to, to lift that ban. So you had massive breweries that are, are have uh, people that they had to lay off because, well, we can't distribute any more than this. Yeah. So, so they can't have you doing the job. Yeah. So now they can come back and, and hire those people back and do all the things they want to do. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. I'm all about the... the the lifting the, the, the ceiling because a thousand barrels seems like a lot, but it's really not. That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, figure a calendar year. How long does it take you to get to a thousand barrels? We're already at 800 this year. So we're just past the halfway mark and you're at 800. <laughs> so you're going to blow a thousand out of the water easily. I mean, I'm with you from and, and not being an industry insider. And just reading from what I understand, it seems like it is, you know, absolutely in the brewer's best interest, you know, to cut that middleman out um, and be able to do what they want to do with their own product. Another thing with it is uh, then the brewery can hire a sales rep to, to go out and sell the product. Like with M4, they're such a small company that we don't have to worry about them having a portfolio of 10,000 beers that they're trying to sell. Right. They've got like 300 beers that they're trying to sell, yep. and they do a great job with us. Okay. They, they, we went from like 10 accounts just in the local area to over 200 okay. because of M4. They, yeah. they kill it. Yeah. They do a great job. You know, and again, I'm not an industry insider, but whenever I hear about good distro, it's important that, you know, that pops up, so, yeah. You really have to find the, the people that are passionate about, I'm not saying that, like, the bigger guys aren't passionate, Yeah. but they also don't have the same incentives that the smaller guys can put on their sales to right. do. Right, yeah, interesting. Um, so where do you see that going? Is this thing going to take off? I mean, the petition seems to be... I mean, it really could. There's enough breweries that are, are large enough that if they wanted to put in the money to, to start their own self-distribution, that they could do it. There'd be yeah. no problem. Yeah. Uh, it's like Ascension, for example. They make almost the same amount... Well, not almost the same amount. Pretty close to the same amount of uh, beer that we do. Okay. They have a smaller system by half. Oh, wow. At a smaller location. Yeah. But they're... Ranking yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was just over there last week, last week or the week before for the uh, Dream Shake release. Yep. Um, and yeah, they're, they're over there humping, man, putting stuff out. Um, so I'm gonna actually kind of, I'm kind of uh, intertwining a couple things here because I got my notes about the beer news here. So this whole piece with Sellermans, and, and oh. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want to make it about. I don't Sellermans. know if I should talk about it. I'm really good friends with the Sellermans guys. That's what I was going to say. I don't want to make it about Sellermans specifically, but this rash of places having to close down, oh, okay. um, especially places that are doing quality work. Um, how is Sellermans closed down? Yeah, yeah. I missed that. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, I missed that. Man, I'll, I'll, I missed I'll that. I'll shoot you the link. It's a whole yeah, big it's, it's to do, man. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah. Wow. So, at the end of the month, right? July the 27th. July 27th is the last yeah, day. Yeah, the last day. Um, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, I mean, they, they do great stuff. Um, I've, I've not had anything from them that I didn't like. Um, but my question is, like, what does that say for the industry? I mean, like the like the Sellerman's piece doesn't necessarily seem like an industry thing. From the outside looking in, it just seems like the proprietor is an asshole. Is what it seems like. Yeah. But again, I'm on the outside looking in. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not casting any any aspersions. But we'll, we'll um, talk more about that later. Yeah, I'm saying we talk about less about that. Yeah. The the industry, it's it's just like the housing market. There's a bubble. It's yeah. it's gonna pop. And like you see, like you went to. They're a massive brewery down south. They're closing the doors. Mm, okay. uh, uh, Ballast Point, they just laid off a bunch of people. They dumped a lot. Like, their whole barrel program, they dumped down the drain. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're pulling victory back distribution. Victory, oh, Victory SC. Coconut Victory yeah. SC. I like my coconut. You like your coconut. Yeah. So, so do you think the bubble has, has burst? It's getting there. Yeah. It's getting there. You're going to see a lot more happening, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, the people that are making a quality product, they're going to be the ones that are going to be the front runners. If you're making yeah. a, a shitty product, then... Because that's the thing. I mean, if we're talking candidly, I mean, there are some places that are making, that are just making beer. Yeah. Nothing's remarkable. Nothing necessarily bad. But they're just they're making beer. And in an industry in Michigan that where there's so much good beer, you can't survive very long is making beer. Well, Something's got to be great. Something's got to be phenomenal. The part about that, though, is the consumer. The consumer is going to be the one that's going to drive right. that. Yeah. They're going to pick the ones that are not going to go there because the last time I was there, it wasn't great, but yeah. they're going to go the ones like, oh, yeah, I, I remember that place. I'm going to go back. I'm yeah. going to have that beer that I want. I know that's good. Yeah. I'm going to go get that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's Cause, and that's because there's got to be something. And, you know, obviously, ultimately, you want everything to be great. But there's got to be something that makes people say, I'm going to draft the table to get, you know, blah, blah, blah. Whether it be pro pills, whether it's this amazing cherry tarty slip, which I enjoy way more than I thought I would. Um, you know, whatever it is, you got to have something that's bringing people to the door. I mean, it's Wednesday evening. You guys are packed. You know, it's not. I think it's a combination of good beer. Uh, taking your time with it, not rushing anything, and having great customers or customer service and customers too. Yeah. Like yeah. we've got regulars that are literally here every day. Like they get off work, the first place they stop here. And that says something about the atmosphere. I mean, if I can't think of any place that I want to stop at before I go home. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, to be comfortable enough and to enjoy an atmosphere enough to say, you know what? Before I go home, let me stop here real quick. That says something about what you guys People are doing. People aren't afraid to bring their families up here. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. we got a mixed bag of everyone that comes up here. It's, yeah. It's great. So, uh, doo -doo -doo, I just read somewhere. I don't remember who it was, what brewery it was. Somebody just adopted a no-kids policy. Yeah. I feel like is, you shoot uh, yourself in the foot with that. Yeah. Uh, what's their face down in Ferndale that just opened up? Brooks. Brooks, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I knew it was in Ferndale. I knew it wasn't Urban Rest, but I couldn't think of who it was. I mean, I get it. It is a bar. So we, we have a policy of after 9 p.m. And it's supposed to be no kids. It's supposed to be 21 right. and up. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of a limit. I mean, it's, it's 9 o'clock. Most, most kids are asleep by then. Right. Hopefully. Or, 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 or attempting. Home. Right. Or at home, at least, <laughs> preparing to go to sleep. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, 
Yeah, you are limiting yourself on the clientele you can bring in, which is never good. Yes. But at the same time, when you're, you're out with your friends and it's 9 o'clock and you're a little kid running around screaming at the top of their lungs, this yeah. is the last thing you want to think about. Well, you want to be away from your kids for the night. You well, for me, for me, I, I, don't, I don't equate a brewery to a high-end hotel bar. Yeah. I wouldn't expect to see kids at a bar, you know, at a high-end hotel. Yeah. At a brewery, I expect that kind of family yeah. atmosphere where people are comfortable bringing their kids. And if I'm at a brewery, it's not, I'm not, I'm not going to a brewery for, for intimacy. I'm going to a brewery to drink beer in hell. I might be louder than the kids, depending on what we're talking about and how much beer I've had. So, you know, for me, <laughs> for me, you know, kids isn't that big of a deal. And I don't, I don't know that it's worth saying, hey, we're banning kids. So now you lose, whether it's 2% or 20%, you're still going to lose some money. Yeah. We'll see how that shakes out. I, I personally don't think it's a good move. Yeah. Now, now with mentioning the kids as we look around the room, and we see a few families enjoying themselves, uh, which is great. Tell me about the diversity out here in Wixom uh, in your establishment. I think it's pretty good. Like I said, we have a mixed bag of people. We've got all kinds of different regulars. Uh, I don't know how to really explain it. <laughs> And I, and I guess why I ask is, you know, and just looking around the room, you know, and, and not to put you on the spot by any means, Mark, but if, if we were to leave, the diversity leaves with us. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, I guess right now, maybe. Yeah. Right, right. So, so, I, so maybe, you know, maybe right now is not a, a good... Come, come back on Sunday. Okay. I was going to say, what is this? So, this is bicycle night, so it may be a particular we, we demographic. Have a, right. yeah. We have an open mic night on Sunday. Ah, okay. And one of our regulars, his name escapes me right now, uh, he gets up and sings. For, like Most of the time, people won't even get up after him. He just stays up there the whole night. Shuts it down, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He does an amazing job. Not here, yeah. no, it's not, <laughs> not, not on Sunday night. Not on Sunday night. <laughs> But I mean, there, there's there's definitely all kinds of people that come up here. It's, yeah. And what is his name Rico? Does Rico come in on Sunday. Uh, night? Is it? Is it? Does he have a big a big beard? Big beard. Oh, very no. big. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna come up and do us karaoke. Not a singer, no. unless he's had several beers. He might do. I was gonna say up. so. Maybe it is Rico. He'll sing. He can't sing, but he will. Then you can get him on video and use it as a blackmail later. He will oh, not there care. You go. He <laughs> No shame. Nope. <laughs> so I wasn't hip to open mic night. So what does this consist of? Is it just people doing original work, like coming up singing? Yeah, whatever you want. There's people oh. that do originals. There's people that do covers. Like. Okay. Interesting. You said that's Sunday night, huh? Yeah. Hmm. So you get enough beers in me, I might. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out after. No amount of drinking beer. is going to get me to go out there. Yeah, no. <laughs> My wife tried that before. Nope. Yeah, it didn't happen, huh? Nope. <laughs> so what's your what's your favorite thing about being a brewer? The community. Okay. Like it uh well it's a love hate. Like when we do our bottle releases, like the amount of people that message me of like hey man, like uh 
what's going on? What's the info? Like, what, yeah. what can you do? Or like the people that I don't even know. Yeah. Hey, can you can you save me a bottle? Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Don't, don't message me asking if I don't even know who you are. But I'm I'm more than happy to, to help out a friend like you guys. You guys asked me if I could bring one. I'd already planned on bringing one yeah. anyway. Right? Yeah. Like, okay, let's do it. Yep. Yep. So and, and, you know, and I, and I gotta say I appreciate. So when that when that drop happened on that Tuesday, I sent you a message like, yo. I don't know what time I'll be able to get over there. And you're like, it's gonna be plenty, trust me. And I probably messaged him like three times. Like, yo, is it still good for me to come? He's like, man, just bring your ass. Come, <laughs> I got you covered. <laughs> but those are the kind of relationships that I appreciate. You know, because it, it, it is, it's a, it's a community. And when you, when you do right by people, um, and you know, you treat people right, you, you get the same treatment in, 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 in response. And so, um, you know, I, I certainly appreciate your contribution to the community and to the larger community, but more specifically uh, to the Bruce Brothers community. Because oh, yeah. um, again, you're always very open and, and uh, very by upfront. far my favorite group. My favorite. There's no Trump. Well, I mean, Hit the bell. Hit the there, bell. There's something oh, every once in a but it's not anywhere <laughs> near. Bell, the, yeah, rusty and, one down there. yeah, we got we get drama every now and then, but we cut it off at the knees. Yeah. That's one of the things that we don't tolerate because you know. It, it, Beer brings people together, and that's one of the things that is kind of a uh, cornerstone for us, if you will, because um, we talk about diversity in craft beer and uh, women in craft beer and people of color in craft beer and how those communities are often marginalized. But once we get them together, get them in the same place, the conversations start flowing, and we find out that ultimately we're all at drafting table because we like beer. Whether we're blue, black, purple, or green, now, now, speaking of diversity and women, um, when we come back after the break, yeah, um, we've invited Sandra to come on hey. and join us for. That's not me. I don't no, know, no, I don't no, know. no. <laughs> Sandra. Oh, Sandra. Right. Not Sasha. It sounded right. It, it sounded like Sasha. All right. No, no, I, I didn't say Sasha. I don't know who she is. I heard Sasha. Right, right. I heard Sasha. Right. Right. Sasha's like, already here. Yeah, I was like, Sasha, tell me more. I thought y'all had a side deal, like you were <laughs> doing a segment or something. No? That's, no? that's what they just wanted to hear. You, you, you know. <laughs> Y'all better tell me who this is. We, now I'm excited. You left me hanging. We didn't say Sasha and Little you know. <laughs> <laughs> and Natterdale. Uh, Natterdale. We've had that you, conversation. You, you fuck up one time. <laughs> and they never let you forget hey, that. That's shit. all you get around here. One time. One that's one your ass. Tell me, tell me. Sandra works at Drafting Table. <laughs> okay. But she's an avid listener of, of Rules Brother Podcast. What? That's right. So we're going to bring her on this yeah, we morning. We haven't met. Meet today. Oh, me too. Do I, yeah. do I have to move so she can sit next yes. to you? Yes. I'm not moving. Why you ask? You're supposed to say no. You good? You stay there. Come on, man. Just a little added treat after the break. We're going to bring we'll hold hands across the table. Another lift and sing, and sing Kumbaya. But it's not or Sunday. Not. No. It's not so we'll, Sunday. We'll, we'll, hang out, we'll hang out with Sandra. We'll crack this palatable reserve. And uh, I'm definitely going to need some beer. Ellen, are we ready for the break? All right, sweet. So. Bruce Brothers, episode 18, live for the from culture. Drafting Table in Whitsum for the culture. Bring Thanks to Mark Vessel. We're going to be back after the break with more Mark and Sandra and some more beer. And hopefully this little <laughs> rusty ass little bell is going to work. We'll be back shortly for the culture. We are back. Episode 18, Bruce Brothers. For the culture. For the culture recording from Drafting Table in Whitsum. We are here with the head brewer, Mark Vessel, who's kind enough to not only join us, but uh, 
share a bottle of Pamela Reserve with us, so we're gonna get into that. I do want to tell me what you guys think of it. Oh, we will. You know that. Um, I want to mention something real quick. When we first got started, we were talking about the brewing program over at Schoolcraft College, and apparently, the students over there just won some awards. Really? Yeah. So according to uh, the lovely and talented Annette May. What's up, Annette? Uh, the students at Schoolcraft's Brewing and Distillation Program took two medals in the 2019 U.S. Open Beer Championship. Got a bronze for their sinful Imperial Porter and also got a gold uh, for the Grand Cru. So congratulations to them. Yeah, congrats. And, That's a hard uh, competition to win anything in. Is it really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I used to actually help judge that competition oh, down in North Carolina. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, congratulations to them. Yeah, seriously. Congratulations to Annette and the rest of the staff over there for uh, turning out some very, very quality stuff. So right now, while we wait on uh, Sandra to come and talk to us a little bit, I think we'll get into some of this... Uh, palatable reserve. Yeah. I'm going to need to see the bottle real quick so I can get a little paparazzi photo here. Right. She knows deep <laughs> in the camera too. I got to feel like I'm I'll definitely like I'm show it to the camera, but I got to do it. I hope it's as, as, as thick and uh, sexy bottle as you like it to be. Boom. Palatable reserve. This nose is bourbon all day long. So it is first for nine months in a... Van Winkle Special Reserve 12-year barrel. Then uh, Pallet got another round of 12-year Special Reserve uh, Van Winkle barrels, aged maple syrup in that, emptied it, then gave us the barrels. We picked the best of the first uh, run, so batch three, and then aged it uh, for a second time in one of the other barrels, in the maple barrels. I want to put this in a diffuser and have my house smell like this. This has an amazing note. It checks in at, at, at a nice little light 15%. 15%, that's nothing, you know. Do that in my sleep. I mean, how many natties, natties or do that in to add up whichever It is actually higher. I don't know, you tell me, Wayne. Yeah, how, right. Right. How, many, how many natter days do you have to drink to come up with 15%? 35. Okay, one time, one time. So, we, we, for the barrel-aged beers, we usually get them tested. And I think that the funniest part about it is reading the calorie count on them. So for that beer specifically, take a guess how much or how many calories are in a 12 ounce bottle of that. Just just guess. At 15 percent. Yeah. 320. 600. 800. Jesus. That's almost you know, a three hundred twenty. That's one I, pint. Dude. I that's don't like care. One. This is phenomenal. <laughs> this is absolutely like phenomenal. Thank you. It, it is. And the finish, you can chew it. It is real, so that's all right. Took me off guard because it's dry in the finish. This, I mean, I can't. I think it's by far the best beer we've ever made. You have some more of these at home, Mark? This is the only bottle I have. I can't, I cannot. Everyone thinks that I always get like cases of bottles to trade. I get one bottle. You get one bottle. When Mallow came out, I had to go wait in line at Holiday Market to get my bottle. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. It's fair. It's fair. This is outstanding. Thank you. Like I said, I. You should probably drink it too. Yeah. 
and we show the bottle to, to, to kind of kind of one of the things we well we one of the things we do we'll, 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 don't, don't be jealous. is we pick beers apart and there's nothing to pick apart on this I mean the finish is dry but it's still warm man this is it's not harsh at all it's fantastic beer fantastic now now speaking of this beer can we tie since we have so much time and we know June typically at drafting table is not a stout month. But can we time something like this to come out around June 20th? If, if, if we're bringing that 100 and 150 people. We can figure it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah let's start, start doing some math around here and see what's what. Yeah. This is phenomenal. Thank you. It really is. Uh, I don't know what else to I don't know what other adjectives to put with it. That's great. Because as much as I love, um, like the maple, um, the maple bean, it, it's a little bit harsh in terms of it's, it's hot. Oh yeah. This isn't hot. This is just like uh, other crazy things. So when we when we go into the barrels, yeah, we're at ten percent. Okay. The stout, the base stout, is ten percent. So okay. after the barrel aging, it jumps up five percent. It's it's potent. It, it is. But I mean it's. We're real fortunate in the barrels that we get. They're always wet. I always get some bourbon out of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. keep that for myself. I don't share. Uh, I mean, this is an easy drinker. This is the easiest drinking 15%. Right, right. I mean, yeah. it's dangerous. Thing about it's, it's right. dangerous. I'm, sti I'm, I'm still chewing it yeah. after I finish it. Yeah. You know, so that it's, it's just, I'm like, I'm loving it in my mouth in terms of the mouthfeel is not as silky. I would anticipate, but it's still heavy enough to where after it's gone, I'm like, I'm still tasting it and, and chewing it after yes. it's gone. So I've switched to, instead of drinking stouts when I drink whiskey, I now drink like a brute or a Hellas or something lighter, like a Pills. This, I would drink next to a glass of whiskey because it's not hot. It's not. So you're going to drink two things. You're going to drink that and then a sip of whiskey and then you're done for the night. Oh, I'm done for the night. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> done for the night. That's all he's going to tell you. Right. <laughs> don't believe that. Y'all going to rap me out. Huh? <laughs> hey, Let's keep it real. Keep it real is Sasha's little rusty bell. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real. Well, I'll tell you. Come on. If, I, if I'm going to drink the whole bottle, I probably would need two or three glasses of whiskey. So, you know. Really? It would come. Yeah, I'm drink not, this whole bottle. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, but it, it would certainly, in effect, end my evening. I'd be, you know, <laughs> I'd be pretty mellow. Oh yeah, I'd sleep very well. Yeah. See, see. I'm with you. I'm yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, this is phenomenal. Very good. Thank you. I can't think of I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a 15% stout or even anything in that. And that kind of number in that range that I've had is that smooth, and I can't, I can't come up with one. Hell of a job on this. Thank Cheers. You. Cheers. I already checked mine. So. Now, now, now. Oh, am I, am I the last one with yeah. the palatable? No, I'm not. Cheers. All, the, all these Cheers. slackers down here still haven't even drank those. <laughs> That's a slacker on the table. <laughs> now, the only 15% of that, that that do come to mind outside of drafting tables. Because that Malabine was not hot either. That Malabine was was just a smooth, easy drinker, about as smooth as you can get. Yeah. And 
that peanut butter bean was a little bit hot, but I, I literally drank it the day I got it. I didn't give it a chance to calm down. So it's not it, it's out a lot. Yeah, but yeah. I like this uh, in comparison to the uh, no rules. It's because no rules. No rules is, is a lot sweeter in yeah. terms of the taste. Yeah. And you know, this is more like, hey, we're drinking a brew. It's not harsh, it's nice. Yeah. It's no, no rules is a, is a kick in the ass. No rules is hella As much as I love no rules, I'm not going to drink an entire five bottle of myself. Yeah, it's, 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 too it's too sweet. Me and 12 of my friends, we finished a six still of no rules in a night. Jesus Christ. How did that next oh, day go? And we had a bottle share on top of that. We opened 28 bottles and drank a six of no rules. How did the next day go? Oh, wow. That's fine. Yeah? I made I a shit ton friends. of food. That's so. what this is. Oh, okay. So you, all right, good deal. And how many friends were involved in this? Right. Uh, 13 total. I mean, that's still still an impressive evening. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've had some. Uh, what's a, a six store of no rules is what, about 80 pours? Roughly. Wow. Eight, 80, 12, or 16 ounce pours? Yeah. Yeah, that's you very got after it, man. Yeah. We're going to have We started uh, at noon, ended at 2 in the morning. Sounds like. More or less day. ended at 2 in the morning because our friend's wife finally kicked us out, <laughs> called us all Ubers, and made us go home. Yep. Definitely sounds like sounds skip, like skip day. day. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to uh, talk offline about skip day. See about getting you an invite, man. Okay. Yeah. He's got one, man. He got. He's got one. He's got yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Sasha has to worry about securing hers, but Uh-oh. Sarge got one. I bring all the Saturdays you want. <laughs> what? supposed to be bringing bread pudding to a skip exactly. day? I, listen, I'll cook exactly. whatever you like because I can't match you guys we've on the beers we've heard. But this. I can. Cook That's where I'm at. La la I, right, la. I can cook all day long. I can't bring crazy whales. You know, right, but I can I can do food. We should talk about this. Mark, let me should. help you. You might not want to align yourself with Sasha <laughs> and Natterdays. But you want to align yourself with Sasha and food. You, you can't up, talk yo. about my food. And food is great. Food is I can great. cook. It's my that a mother cooks. That I, I, I had <laughs> one Natterdays one time, but my food kicks ass. Mark, <laughs> you, you've been wrong. Okay. Hey man, and I gotta tell you, <laughs> Skip Day is an experience that we can't put into words. I've got some pictures I can show you, but still. Shout hey. out to Brian Williams. Oh man, hugging the tree. Brian Williams and his yeah, tree. Yeah, man, the tree still got your name on Dan, it. Dan, happy birthday, Dan. <laughs> happy birthday, Daniel Hines. Man, shout out to those sriracha almonds. There was some sriracha almonds and there was some uh, Brady, wasabi shout Brady. almonds. So yeah, we get all kinds of snacks. We had a wasabi and sriracha almonds. Yeah, yeah, we had some, uh, we had some Booker's Rye. We had, man, we had all kind of. Shout out to Donkers. Yeah, yeah, the Donkers. Andrew Warner. Yeah, yeah. Skip Day, Skip Day celebrities. Skip Day crew. Yeah, man. We are talking about Skip Day, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a new face in the job. I can't make Skip Day. <laughs> we were just saying that Skip Day is an experience. It can't be explained. It is an experience. Yeah. <laughs> it goes well beyond description. It does, yeah. Word, words will not suffice. Yeah. I have not yet been to a skip day. You can't imagine Brian Williams in his tree. Yeah. <laughs> just make sure. I call it trouble. No, I just. We'll call it a different experience. Yeah. Bring your stunt number. Yeah, bring your stunt number. Stunt liver is, is required. Yeah, yeah. And, and Brian Williams, that tree is still asking, where, where have you been? Looking for you. Looking for you, brother. Speaking of Brian Williams, man, shout out to Brian Williams, man. He, Whenever he travels, he brings back stuff. And he was kind enough to bring back some 
Pliny the Elder and some Blind Pig, which I think is better than Pliny, but whatever. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. Uh, so yeah, shouts to him. Uh, whenever he goes places, he brings stuff back. Sasha's got this uh, berries and cream from Great Notion, and that's a Brian Williams, you know, deal. So thanks, Brian. We appreciate you, brother. Um, when I talked to him earlier, he said that his summer slowed down a bit, so he'll hang out with us at the next All right. recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so before we let you go, I'm sure you... Are you are you off the clock? You're oh, just yeah. hanging out? Oh, okay. If I'm drinking, I'm off the clock. Oh, sweet. All right. Well, <laughs> I was about to say we can let you go, but she, hang out and drink with us. Um, I didn't tell the wife I'd be home until about 10 o'clock. Oh, so. perfect, perfect. So as a head brewer, what is a, what does a typical day look like for you? Oh, um, depending on the day, I'm here either at 7 a.m. or 5 a.m. Okay. Uh, if we have a double brew day, I'll mill the grain the night before for the first batch. Get here at 5, uh, get everything going, get the first batch boiling by about 9 o'clock, uh, then start the second batch, wrap up the first batch, and then wrap up the second batch around 6. Okay. Six oh, I think the wife's calling. She uh -oh. heard uh -oh. me saying something. Right. <laughs> no. Yep, sure. Brother Dan's going to be back. Yeah, Daniel Hahn will be back in the in the area next week. And I think he's gonna be here for a little while. Yeah. The thing is he's going up Ah, so yeah. We got we got a small window We'll figure it out. We always do. Yeah, we'll get it together. Um so I'm sorry, so your typical day you said starts between five and seven, depending on okay. Depending on the day. Okay. Um Thankfully, I've got a cellarman now that does a lot of like the, the transferring, kegging, things like that okay. for me now, so I don't have to go crazy all the time. Nice. Uh, but before he was here, I was brewing, transferring, kegging, cleaning. You were a one-man show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because Aaron's so tied up with doing uh, paperwork and taxes and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Absolutely. He doesn't really have time to come out and do all that stuff anymore. So. Yeah, yeah. If you weren't brewing beer, what would you be doing? Cooking. You were, I knew you were going to say that. If you weren't brewing beer or cooking, what, what would you be doing? Marine biologist. Ah, okay. Marine biologist, wow. I didn't see that coming. I didn't either, yeah. That's, that's a swing. Yeah. When I was younger, I was uh, my, my parents had fish tanks, salt water and fresh water, and I was fascinated by it. Okay. Uh, and it was either try and go to school for that, which I didn't think I was smart enough to do, or go to school for culinary arts. So I did that. I uh, then got into uh, school for, for cooking down in North Carolina at Johnson Wells University. Yeah. Uh, then switched over to beverage operations. And, yep. Uh, and here we are. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah, man, like I said, you're, you're great at what you do. Thank you. Uh, if I ever cr come across another bottle of this, I will have to get it. I won't. I don't even know what it's trading for right now. I don't either. Yeah, I, I don't even. Yeah, I would imagine that. Just like Wayne was talking about with his cans, whoever's got one probably is trying to hold on to it. Because um, I know if, if I manage to get a hold of one, I'm not getting rid of it. That's for damn sure. Well, I don't have any cans. Mine are gone. You drank them all? Oh, yeah. Okay. I buy the drink, and I drank them all. And unfortunately, I don't have any others. Yeah, well, I might have one or two. One, one of you. Some, something might pop up at Skip Day. I wonder where you got those from. Little birdie put me on, you know. You know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. 
and there's the bell again. So true. I need some more beer. I do too. Do you? I do. Isn't that something? Coincidence. What are we gonna do? I think we're gonna order some no, beer. No, I'm not sharing. This, so. <laughs> yeah, that's even look at it. Mine. Now we have I a have new. My list the next we week. have a new moniker. Selfish Sasha Selfish Saturday. Sasha Saturday. For the dip, for the wow. beers you don't want to share. Oh man. So for the beers you don't want to share. Yeah. You know so what, what else I want? Andrew? Selfish Sasha Saturdays. It works. The alliteration is perfect. <laughs> oh my! Does that just mine. mean that she's gonna have to start chugging on Saturdays? Oh. No, I can't. Listen, the one time, the one time you guys got me to chug, that was not a good idea. What happened? It looked like it was. I drank. <laughs> you drank a big beer. It, it I was drank a, a prairie, prairie stout. Yep. Uh, Bible Belt. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. It's because like I, because I can't, <laughs> I can't chug the like lagers or the, the more carbonated beers. I just can't. My body just doesn't do it. So I chugged this beer. I was fine afterwards. I didn't like, you know, lose it or anything. But it, for a minute there, I thought this isn't gonna work. Thought it wasn't a good this idea. This is not an everyday but thing. But you were committed already. I, I had to. Yeah. I can't let y'all see me suffer. And I, you know, I gotta keep my shit together. So I had my shit together. Yeah. But it, that was a rough. I went to bed after that. It was done. So my that wasn't the only thing I drank. That is from Florida, right? <laughs> yeah. Big Florida State guy. Okay. You you think he'd be like the frat guy? You could be able to chug or shotgun. Yeah. So it's like one of the first days after we got our canning line, we canned uh, mean coconut bean, and we decided me, Aaron, and him were gonna shotgun a mean coconut bean. That sounds like a great idea. It's good. It's yeah, delicious. yeah. But so we thought, like you know, it's pretty straightforward. Pop a hole in the bottom, tip it up. Yeah. <laughs> Nope, he couldn't figure it out. He dumped an entire can of mean coconut beer oh, on the floor. No. I got the video. I can show you afterwards. Where not, a, not, yeah. a, not a mean coconut bean sacrifice for nothing. Yeah. You know the problem with that? He went to the wrong school in Tallahassee. Uh, <laughs> no, he didn't even go. He's just a fan. I bet, a fan. I bet if he had went to FAMU, he would know. He'd know how to chill. He'd, he'd have been all over. <laughs> but yeah. being Florida State, you know, yeah. that's the wrong school yeah. in Tallahassee. I know you rattlers. I know you. I know how y'all rattlers get down. Rattle strike, baby. Yeah. Rattle strike. I, I know a few of y'all, and I'm, I've seen how y'all get down. You may have participated once or twice. <laughs> once or twice. Once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and we're actually starting to wind down. I think we got maybe got about 15 minutes left. I don't know if Sandra's going to have time to rap with us. If so, that's great. If not, you know, so be it. So, uh, she's still working. She she's hasn't still been working. Well, well that, and that's what I was going to touch on. It's crowded in here. Um, you mentioned there not being really any, like, slow nights. So does every night really. kind of look like this? Um, I'm, I'm the worst person to ask about this because usually I'm long Oh, you're out of here. Yeah, but yeah. I would say pretty close to this, yeah. Because, okay. I mean, the tap like, room's full. Friday, Saturdays, is like standing room only. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we had so many people wanting to come sit with us while we were holding seats for everybody we else. We did, yeah. We were trying to keep the table for the podcast, and people were trying to pull up chairs, and we had to be, you know, uh, we're using all of this space. So, um, I mean, again, that says a lot for what you guys are doing to be packed like this on a, you know, a Wednesday night, uh, you know, in the middle of July. A hot Wednesday night in the middle of July. It's only going to get hotter. Uh, feels good in here, though. Yes, it yeah, does. Feels good in here. Um, I'm not even a fan of myself. <laughs> it's a miracle. Right, right. 
That's a miracle. That is a miracle. <laughs> you were after those tacos. Right? Yeah, she was. was. Anybody who carries their own fan, you know, probably is using it quite often. Right? Her own fan and her own rusty bell. Fan, bell. I'm not even I'm not I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna ask I'm not gonna ask what, what else she carries in, in fear of getting shot in the pinky toe. I don't want I don't want any I don't want no trouble. I don't want any of those okay. kinds of problems. So, what's your brew day look like tomorrow? Middle of the summer, 100 uh, degrees outside. You get to come in here and cook beer. We're canning uh, <laughs> three different beers tomorrow. Oh, not, oh that's right for the weekend, right? For the Lager Fest. Okay. Nice. Friday, I've got a half day because I've got so many hours already. Okay. And I have to work still for Lager Fest. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm kind of looking forward to that. You know, get a little bit of a long weekend. Yeah. But, is this the first Lager Fest? Is this the, the inaugural? Second. Second. Okay. Uh, How many spots are in the Lager Fest? Us? We just put it on. It's, it's just us. Uh, so, like, I think it's two dollars at the door, which goes to charity. Okay. Uh, they got all kinds of games for the kids, face painting, uh, plenty of beer on tap outside and in here. Like, That's what uh, I like to hear. Another beer we got coming out. Uh, this one's fun. I just uh, transferred two uh, tequila barrels of Resolute. Over to a tank. I uh, think we're gonna have huh. a mango tequila resolute on tap on oh, Sunday. Wow. Huh. Okay. I might have to find a way to work myself out here on Sunday. What's your charity? Don't, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's an owner question. <laughs> Let me ask you, alright. <laughs> there is a flyer over there that'll tell you, but I don't okay. know. So how many people do you guys expect? What did it look like last year in terms of people, in terms of crowd? Throughout the day, probably 800. Nice. It's a pretty good turnout. Yeah. Enough yeah. to do it again this year. Right, Hopefully. yeah, exactly. Hopefully more. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal, man. Yeah, you guys are knocking it out. Our Oktoberfest is probably our biggest festival other than our one year, or our, not our one year, our uh, anniversary party. Maybe we uh, maybe we make Oktoberfest Brews Brothers Day. Maybe we assemble a crew. It's, it's a good time. Assemble your crew. I mean, pallet, in all your bells. In all your bells. Pallet imports these pretzels from Germany that are literally the size of a manhole cover. Really? Yeah. It's like five bucks for this pretzel that's like this big. Bruce Brothers shall descend upon your place. <laughs> yeah, man. Now, is it dry like Sasha's bell or how, or how, how is it? Oh, it's good. It's good. How about that? <laughs> oh, and there it is. Just a little love. Sasha, I don't care. Lie. I don't care. I don't want to say that to y'all. It's just him. <laughs> Very pointed in here. <laughs> There's children watching this. No, okay. no. I hope not. <laughs> Get not it right fault. behind you. Right, right. <laughs> that kid's right behind you. Right behind you. Oh, sorry. Jeez. <laughs> oh, there's Move one on. right there. Move on. Talk about something else. <laughs> so the rest of the evening. What, so what time are you guys open until during the week? 10 o'clock? 9 o'clock? Another question I'm not sure of. Right, because you're never here. Gotcha, gotcha. The Google but, thing says 10, 10 o'clock. All right, good deal. That sounds about right. Well, because I wanted to make sure. I think, I think they start getting people out around like 10.30, 10.45. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because we, when we were over at Axel the last time, we ended up there for a while. And uh, I think people were ready for us to leave. So <laughs> we eventually did. <laughs> I wanted to make sure we weren't holding anybody up. So, uh, but yeah, man, we're, I've been wanting to hang out and have a couple more beers. Uh, 
how much how much media do you do like as a as a guru? Like, I know uh, you, you've been on you've been on draft. Uh, yeah, you know. yeah. I, I've, I've done better on drafts a few times. Yeah. Those guys are great. Uh, I love hanging out with them. Yeah, that was more of less of an excuse to just go. Fuck drink. you, Matt Bush. Oh, yeah. and there it That's is. That's right. It's supposed to be bite me, Matt Bush. That's how. Oh, bite me, Matt Bush. Yeah. It wouldn't be so bad if you just drink a brute IPA here and there. That's all he's got to do. Drink a brute IPA now and then, and everybody will be fine. I told him to drink one, and he said it wasn't bad. He said it wasn't bad. So, progress maybe? He's an antagonist, man. Yeah. I I watched him drink an M43 strawberry out of a bowl. And a hams as well. A bowl, for God's sake. He's an antagonist. You need to see him eat a chicken wing. Does he he eats have it with two to fingers. No, it's two okay. fingers, one hand, and he just like kind of puts it in and, and pulls it out. And the bone comes out. Does it ch- tie it in a stem too? <laughs> All of that. I, I mean, it, it, it's incredible. I, I'd have some I'm questions for Matt Bush if he's tying chicken bones and knots in his tub. I would hey. also have some questions for Matt Bush. <laughs> Matt Bush, you're on point. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you're up, you're up, Matt Bush. Everybody wants to know how you do the things that you do. Oh, we just we just Hi. got a surprise guest. Lovely young lady said, "Where are you guys podcasting? We are podcasting the Bruise Brothers. <laughs> Look us up and check us out. You'll hear yourself somewhere around the, <laughs> the very I don't end. know hour and forty minute mark. I don't know." <laughs> And she's double fisted. She is I double know. fisted. Yeah, she's double she should drinking? be sitting down with us. Yeah. What's she drinking? Do you know what she's drinking by color? No, I don't. Because whatever this this red one is, I'm really intrigued by this color. It's going to probably be one of the hard ciders. Okay. Maybe it's the blueberry. Oh. Has your interest been peaked? Uh, it's on my list. Ah, I'm just waiting to give my slip Sasha, to somebody. You know. I know. I know. <laughs> Sasha wore a whole blueberry outfit. I did. The M43 thing. Yes. Yeah. I did. It was Boss Tweed, sir. Boss Tweed. I'm I was going to say, there was a blueberry M43. <laughs> yeah, there was, was a, bo- a blueberry Boss Tweed, you know, and I was there. This is, this is one of the things I love about <laughs> doing the remote broadcast is that people just kind of walk by like, hey, what are you guys doing? I had a lady like, catch me in the bathroom. In yeah. Her name's but, Ann. Oh, yeah. you had a whole little Oh, yeah, we had a whole conversation. The, the so, yeah. so you met a, you have a new beer. bathroom friend? <laughs> I make friends in the bathroom. Oh, this should wow. be of no surprise to you. Well, you know, we did have a young lady <laughs> twerking in front of the window at the studio. Oh, that's Sasha right. Yeah. 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 Twerking in front of you, Sasha. Hey. You know, again. <laughs> I appreciate beauty in all its forms. Did you meet her in the bathroom also? Oh. I did not. Oh. But I would have talked to her if I did. <laughs> <laughs> a conversation would have been I'm just saying. Always for Yeah, it's always uh, <laughs> twerk, twerk on. Yeah, it's, it's always good to hang out with people. You know, people we'll are. Song about float, exactly. twerk on, twerk on. <laughs> twerk on, float on, whatever. Twerk, you know, twerk, twerk on. Whatever, you know. It's all the same. Saying Marcus Larry, you know, another thing. So, oh, look, she, she came right back. She looked us up and she's on it. <laughs> Sweet. There. She is there. That's yeah. That's and she down her beers that quick. Right. You know? right. She came oh, in with no glasses. I love it. Like I said, she need to be at the table with us. <laughs> so I need to figure out what I'm doing for my next flight or my next beer here. Hey now. Um, I have one left to finish on the menu. One I left. have been here for oh, a bit. We've been here for a little bit. So okay. uh, I don't know if we talked about this. What's your favorite that's on the menu right now on the tablet? Professional pills. Your absolute favorite. What's what's second? Right now, either Render or Super Love. 
Render or Super Love? Super Love is on my, my next flight. Okay. Listen, I normally wouldn't go for that style, but it sounded good to me and I love passion fruit and that's what I'm going to do. It's Try like it. straight passion fruit in a glass. I will love it. <laughs> okay. So, tell me. What was that you were just that was talking a super about? It's okay, a goza, I was, oh, yeah. yeah, I was just getting ready to say. Mm -hmm. Alright. So maybe that will be on my definitely render. I'm a big fan of big secret hops. That was the first time we've ever used them and yeah. I'm in love with them. One of my favorite beers of all time is Big Secret uh, Cutting Tiles from Trillion. From Trillion. Look, my favorite beer. And I, I I don't think I've had an IPA from Trillion that I didn't like. That's true. But Big Secret Cutting Tiles is next level. Uh, well, once I finish this cherry tarty slip, I would have completed the menu. Tart Wayne. Outside of the... It's a good one to end on. Yeah. Ciders. I don't count the ciders as part of the beer menu. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, because they're ciders and not beer. My man, Tart Wayne. And ciders don't, do not have uh, the 10% deposits for a reason. <laughs> They're ciders, not beer. Gotcha. So let's keep it clear. Let's keep it clear. So. Scotch is in beer. Whiskey's not beer. Uh-oh. You drink other things that aren't beer. Margaritas aren't beer. Whoa. So there we go. Sometimes I feel, I feel like this is getting ready to start talking about Corona readers. I feel like that's where I was going to go there, but sometimes, Wayne, sometimes the cider is worth a try. Sometimes it's a good cider. <laughs> and I gave oh, the bell a ring. So I that's all him. Don't look at you, me. You've not, you've not seen Wayne's Corona Rita? No. That ain't me. So Wayne's favorite restaurant. Uh, no, no. Let's be clear. <laughs> let's be clear. I mean, if you're going to tell the story, tell it right. Okay. Okay. My number four, my middle daughter, her favorite restaurant is On The Border. And when you go to On The Border, she wants to go there for her birthday every year, no matter what. There's very limited things you can drink at on the board. So, to celebrate her Modella? birthday, what's that? They don't have Modelo? They do have Modelo. But, uh, instead of Modelo, I choose the Corona Rita. And we've been doing it now since, she's now, I uh, should be 20 this year. So in November we'll be going to celebrate our 20th Which is birthday. amazing because you're 38, right? 39. 39. Yeah, 39. <laughs> and you know, so probably since she's been four or five, yeah. she's loved on the border. Yeah. So if you circle back 15, 16 years ago, I'm at on the border. Barely old enough to drink. Right. Barely old enough to drink. <laughs> Allegedly. And I drink a uh, and ever since, to commemorate her birthday, I have another uh, Corona Rita So I'm not afraid to post it because I get ridiculed, I get talked about, I get, you know, just basically almost assassinated for drinking something to celebrate and commemorate. My daughter's date of birth. This is a very touching story. Oh, I see there, nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. a hole. No, Don't let no, him suck you in. Don't touching, let him do it. Story, <laughs> there's a hole in this account because I feel like I've seen a Corona Rita more than once in uh -huh. a calendar year. 
Yes. So it's not just her birthday. What's wrong with that? <laughs> All right. So if you're if you're on a beach, what are you gonna drink? Corona fun. No, no, no. What? Mark, no, no, I can chuck that all day long. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's hot on the beach. I'm gonna sit I'll there. I'll probably have like a Hellas or something. And, and, and you see, as, as where are you gonna find a Hellas in the Bahamas? Excellent see, point. Duly noted. Yeah. So in the Bahamas, yeah. yes, yeah. I, probably, I probably would have a. Rich if I'm in Michigan, yeah. so and I brought my own beer. Oh yeah, yeah. you're in the Michigan. <laughs> where you can find a Hellas at on the border. So same, same yeah. difference. Yeah. On the border, in the Bahamas, same thing. So he may have seen it. In addition to her birthday, yeah, but it's only when she decides she wants to go because she may also decide to hey, say, Hey, hey, dad, I'm on the dean's list, sure. I got all A's this semester. So, the Corona Arena, is I always, like to go to on the border, it's always celebratory. Oh, well, it's celebratory. Okay, all right, so what am I, gonna do? I need to learn how to I'm spend my bullshit in the gold like you do. Because <laughs> y'all been messing I'm, with me about this nowadays, forever. See, you're not celebrating anything. You're just drinking bullshit I, I am exploring different kinds of no, no. beverages. I'm not, I'm not in exploration mode. I'm in celebratory mode to say, hey, you've earned it with the 4.0. You're on the dean's list. I drink the one But you know, life is for too. celebrating, Wayne. You should celebrate all the moments. You should, but never with the Natterdays. <laughs> never with the Natterdays. <laughs> At the point at which a Natterdays gets opened up, it's not a celebration. I can I can agree with you there. From personal experience. It now becomes Party's over. Yeah. Isn't that one of Matt Bush's favorites? Of course it is. Oh, God. Matt, Buy Matt me, Bush, Matt Bush. Matt Bush loves Natterdays. All day. Natterdays, Diet Burners, Wine and Kugels, Shandy. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of shout-outs tonight, I said I was going to give uh, Agent Green a shout-out. On the podcast this evening, Brother Green, shout Brother, out. Brother Green wanted to make it out here. He had to go to chapter meeting, ah. uh, and he couldn't come out to waste him tonight. He just got back in town. Yeah, uh, from Portland, where he drinks some great beers out there. Absolutely. Uh, so we wanted to just make sure he comes out to our next podcast. Speaking of our next podcast, while we still have time, uh, we have a special guest coming out, uh, joining us in studio, and that will be Travis Fritz. Excellent, because I was just about to say, Travis, get your ass out here. <laughs> so I, I, I rapped with Mark a little bit earlier, and so yeah. So now we, 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 we have Travis on the agenda, who will be joining us in studio. Excellent. And uh, we did tell about Mark damn time. how Wes showed up when he joined us in studio. Yeah, man. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, hopefully man. Travis doesn't come. Can you, with, can you do me a favor with him? Yeah. Give him as much shit as you can about his Vienna Lager. Uh, Absolutely. It's one of my favorite beers on the planet. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to want to brew it again. He doesn't want to make it. Yeah. He needs to make it more. Like, okay. the Hellas is great, but I'm the gonna Vienna is I'm going to put it in here like right now so that I don't forget. <laughs> Give Travis shit about, about. Vienna Lager. Because, oh, you know, he's going to get some shit about I'm this sure flavor pastry style. What pastry style? Exactly. I had it. I'm just saying. Okay. We know how, how how reputable you are with hey, your I, I took a picture. It's true. It's there real. May or may not be a keg of barrel age coming out of that soon. Ooh, is that right? You just stole Travis's thunder, didn't you? <laughs> I like it. I like Shit, it. For that. <laughs> just one more thing to ask before, him about. <laughs> yeah, we'll put him on the spot on that. Supposed beer. This alleged beer, right. <laughs> I mean, it, it's on the board. It's on the board. What? I couldn't even get one on the board. So, Mark, Shazam is on the board. What does that mean? Mark, the story behind this is, what was that? Was that in February? 
Yeah. We cold. drove all the way out to Old Nation. It's cold as hell. To do what we're it's doing here. It's snow. Uh-huh. We, we had no parking lot. No parking lot. Right. It wasn't the new you fancy schmancy. Yeah. yeah. We get in there. And we look at the board. We go to order. I have to flights. shovel my way out there. From yeah. The let me get a pastry stout. And let me get the barley one. Uh, we're out. We don't have the pastry stout. But it's on the board. But it's on the board. Well, yeah, but we don't have it. But it's on the board. But it's on the board. So to say it's on the board. False advertising, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that Aww. is. Did you hear that? <laughs> False advertising. That is the story about our relationship with Old Nation and its alleged pastry stuff. Alleged. Yeah. yeah. Alleged. We need that to happen ASAP. ASAP. I've only heard that it's, it's, it's true, but. You know, my granddaughter believes in unicorns. <laughs> They've so. got a whole unicorn store in Ipsilin. Look, she's got unicorn shorts, shirts. It is, shirts. It is a magical place. unicorn everything. You know, yeah. Does yeah. that mean unicorns are true? Does not. It, that no, mean they got, we don't know. They got a unicorn store. Doesn't mean they're going to be tracing around outside. Is it next to the pastry south store? <laughs> maybe, maybe they got pastry south on tap. In the unicorn store. At the unicorn store. store. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've got leprechauns serving it, you know. <laughs> you got to go in there to find out. Check it out. So as we look to shut it down for episode 18, um, anybody got any parting, any parting shots, Sasha? I never know what to say. You guys are great with this, but I'm not. I don't know. We talk okay, about so what our favorite work beers your tonight were. And beginning. Yeah, we could definitely talk about what our favorite I, I only favorite have tonight? the first flight, um, but I, I'm definitely going to take home the Brute and the Pilsner. Awesome. Nice. Nice summer longboard beers. Like that's what I'm looking for. One flight. I only have. I, I'm. I'm not leaving yet, but I only <laughs> had one flight so far. I, I really enjoyed the tardy slip. I know I, I've that probably said good, it yeah. like ten times already. I enjoyed everything uh, I had. But yeah, it, it uh, it surprised me. Wayne, where where are you at? What's your favorite for the night? As you he's drinking that tardy slip. slip. <laughs> what jumped out at you? Professional pills. All right. Yeah. 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 We already know your answer. <laughs> now I'm sorry. After the uh, palatable reserve. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, I'm I, I sorry. Wasn't, I wasn't even including that, that in wasn't my, part of the. Yeah. Let's, let's be clear. I, I think that would be the unanimous <laughs> choice. Is that you? Yeah. Me? We have to be certain that that, that was absolutely the phenomenal beer of the evening. Yeah, absolutely. And Without of course, the professional pills was my favorite. Yeah. I did not have a bad beer amongst the lineup. Yep. And everything yep. was good. That's a, that's a you, can, you can't go everywhere and say that. Some places have some yeah. bad fucking beer. And, and so, Mark, I salute you at the head board over there. Yeah. And to the staff of Graphic Table. Very attentive, great staff. Taking care of the food that was brought in by the, by the food truck. It was great as well. Yeah. Uh, so, it's definitely been enjoyable. And we look forward to coming back. I hope you guys will have us back. Oh, hell yeah. Even if you bring Sasha's Rusty Bell back, you know, hopefully you won't be. You just got to know how to hit it right. Leave that little thing at home. Hey, and if, if you ever want to come and hang out in the studio and have some drinks with us, man, if you just got a free Wednesday night and you want to come hang out in Midtown for a few minutes. And you can hang some, out in the corner. Have some beers and, yeah, man, we'd we love to have you. So we're, with that said, hey, Sandra, are you... Before before we wrap, did you still want to get on the mic? Say anything? Just come say hi. You want to say hi? Oh well, we we don't want we don't want you to get your ass beat. 
Too late. <laughs> Too late, Sandra. So we, we got, got that. Yeah, Sandra's busy slinging beer. Like Figuratively you said, speaking. It is, it is very uh, crowded in here. We don't want to disrupt her flow. But in, at any rate, we're wrapping up uh, Bruce Brothers episode. For the culture. For the culture. Mark Bessel, we appreciate you, brother. Anytime, man. And uh, yeah, we're done. So we'll catch y'all next time. Episode 19, we'll be back in studio doing our usual. But right now, we are signing off. Episode 18 for the culture. Peace. Peace. Bye.